How you doing out there, everyone? Tim from Ski Rex Media coming at you with a half new episode of the Ski Rex Media podcast. That's right, I say half new because this is part two of the season four premiere. That's right, it was almost two hours long, so I figured why not split it up for you all. But then again, it is a recorded podcast, so I guess I could have just left it and you could have stopped it and come back to it. But either way, I tried to make it easier on everybody and I split the almost two hours into two that were about an hour. Eh, a little less. One's about 40 minutes, one's a little closer to an hour after I added in all my extra talking at the beginning and the end. In any case, this is the second half of the season four premiere where we go into, well, we start with talking about Boston and this coming snowbound festival this uh, season, the new Boston Snow Show. Brian and I think Mario from the Highfalutin Ski Bums podcast will be there. Of course, Brian is on this episode and I will also be there for at least one day, if not all three. So without further ado, I will let you get back. Back into the season premiere episode two of the season premiere and i'll see you on the other side yeah, and yeah. They, they're having their snowbound festival allegedly happening this year in boston which i mean for me the last obviously <coughs> the last two years but that was always one of my favorite events like looking hot summer day looking forward going mid-november boom boston ski show now they're calling it you know snowbound it was like one of my like little like goal goal markers you know like once we get to there, it's almost ski season. Yeah. And they're moving it to the new, I guess, the Haynes Heinz Convention Center, which is like yep. a big one there. Yep. Uh, Bodie Miller is going to be there. It's, it's, it sounds like it's going down. Tim from Ski Rex Media is going to be there. We will be there. God, will God you? Willing. We've been oh. there the last couple of years. They have the big NASDA meeting there, too. So it's, um, uh, it's, been, it's been a good event. It's just, again, the last two years they didn't have it. I didn't know you guys well enough to just run into you down there the last on the last one. That was the last one I was at. Yeah, it was awesome. We actually spent most of our time over at um, Till I Die because we're with okay. Ryan there, and he has the whole big his whole big shred sled up there. They were doing uh-huh. away like hard kombucha. We were doing the shot ski there, and it was a, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Dude, I'll I'll see you down Ryan. there. No, I don't. You know, oh, he's a good dude, man. He's a real yeah. nice guy. I don't, I don't really nice. know. <laughs> there is such a thing as too nice. Well, he's one of those guys. Like he's his his brand is cool. Like it's fun. It's pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets it's all over the Killington area. That's where he's based out of. Yeah. But he's got a lot of hanger-ons. You know, like mm-hmm. people are like, "Hey, can I get?" Da-da-da? And he's like, "Sure." You know, he's one of those guys who's like very generous uh, and kind and will like help yeah. everybody out but people ah. some people kind of suck and take advantage of that uh it's balls but uh but he's one of those guys like you know like you you want him to succeed like i don't love everything his brand does but i like that he's doing it and he's getting you know he's he's starting to blow up which is great he is and he he's gets guy he gets good looking chicks in his instagram hey you give away some free shirts hey man times are tough inflation you know a free shirt goes a long <laughs> way these days <laughs> It certainly does. It (laughs) certainly does. So now you've heard it. Me and God willing, Brian and Mario, I hope, will be at the snow show this year, Snowfest. Plus, I'm talking to the CEO of the company who runs it later on in the year for the program sometime in September. So be be prepared for that episode. We'll talk all about Snowbound Fest with him. And then if you run into me and Brian, I'll sign an autograph for you. I won't. We should actually, we should try to plan. If we're both going to be there, why don't we try to plan some sort of event? We should. Have we can do that. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, we'll meet up down there. Absolutely. I've never gotten why to meet just, Brian Why don't we just go barnstorm Fenway? Why don't we just go take it over? I'll do that. Over. I'll just Fuck yeah. climb the wall. What are you going to do? Wearing Yankee shirts up, <laughs> up, the, 
up the danger level there a little bit. They'll kill you for that. You wear like a wear like a Bill Buckner jersey. You're like, I don't know if that's good or bad. I'm so confused. <laughs> do I punch you? Do I hug you? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, watch out, Boston. There's going to be another tea party. That's right. The son of tea a bitch party. is... The son of a bitch is that Brian will probably be drunk and I'll be doing it stone sober. So who's worse? Maybe you should have a gummy. Yeah, the gummies are the way to go, especially you know legal and mass. It's like let's keep it chill. Let's keep it creative. Keep it creative. You yeah. can't be drinking too much anymore. You know, it's just what, what good. good comes from it. You know. <laughs> that's what I said years ago. What good comes from it? Cirrhosis comes from it. Cirrhosis. <laughs> Cirrhosis. I'm like a two and through kind of guy these days. You know, just there like two drinks and then I'm out. There you go. That's not bad. The edibles. See, that's the thing. Like, I want to. Like, if you want to challenge your mind, like, hey, mind, let's play chess. Let's see how. Let's see how this goes down. <laughs> that's the beauty of weed. Uh, for those who don't know, if you ski in Vermont, marijuana is legal up to an ounce. You can carry an ounce. So it's there you amazing. go. Have a scale. Huh? Pull you over. Be like, let's let's pull out the scale. Let's get the little. Uh, the little. Remember in science class, the little the little scales you have. Yeah, have they just don't care like, anymore up here. Well, if you get a nice cop, they'll just skim it off till you're at an ounce and hand it back to you. <laughs> it's true, man. No yeah. one carries more than a state police officer. Isn't it funny that uh, the movie Super Troopers is all about marijuana illegally being brought into Vermont? It's a great movie, man. The first man. one, yes. How dated is it, though, now? Wicked well, old. The second one's filmed, filmed not far from me. Uh, the second one's filmed right out uh, in Shootsbury, Mass. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you an extra? No. No. Oh. Yeah. I'd go watch it right now and look for you. It's, it's, it's pretty. Did you see the second one? It's pretty funny. Second one's good. I don't know. They're if I Canadian saw Mountain Police. Oh, that's right. They got fired, right? Like, yeah, cool. they got fired from uh, Vermont State Troopers. That was filmed in upstate New York. That one. Mm-hmm. Funny yeah. enough. Funny two out enough. of the. Go ahead. Well, I was. Just, I was well, no, I wasn't talking about them. I was changing the subject. Go ahead. By all means. That. No, change the subject. Oh, it's, it's, it's funny today. Uh, if you're in the on the chairlift. I mean, I remember being late 80s, early 90s, pounding cigarettes on the chairlift, thinking I was cool. Now it's all you smell is marijuana on the chairlift, you know? It's, oh, it's, yeah. It, was, it, used to be cigarette, it used to be cigarette smoke. Now Nobody's... it's, now it's no, smoking's taboo. Everybody's yeah. smoking grass on the left. Yeah, no, but I have not seen one, one single filter on a trail, in the parking lot, in a garbage can, nothing. Nobody smokes tobacco anymore. It's all marijuana. I still do. <laughs> old school. That's the old school. Hell yeah. Keeping it real. Uh, a friend of mine, he still smokes cigarettes at the mountain, but he's also smoking weed at the mountain <laughs> and in everything else he does. So that's fine. I don't have to. I just breathe when I'm on the lift. That's all you have to do now. I went up a lift when we were all up at J Peak. I went up with Tully and Scooter and Tully's boy there. And man, I was like half leaning off my side of the chair trying to stay out of it <laughs> i was like oh, speaking no. of jp are we gonna get that crew together again i i that was a great day at jp with everybody uh i didn't i didn't want to get off the slope you didn't get off the slope as i remember you were there uh, to the last last chair i think i got a little uh text message uh, telling me my time was up <laughs> Cars was, leaving. Get in the car. Oh, that was great. That was so good. We were sitting around for a good 20 minutes bullshit, and then we're like, hey, where's Pops at? It's like 4.30. <laughs> the lifts have been closed. Yeah, he texted me back. He's, He's like, don't go on the lift. 
<laughs> hey man, they get that for you. That failure? No, not that I heard. The sale put in bids? Hmm. I don't know. Fifty-eight million. Fifty-eight that's million. Actually a, that's not it's, that much money. It's really not. No, it is. That's isn't. a bar. That's a bargain. That's a steal. Because there was an some guy, some um, realtor up there was saying he was expecting it to be at least at least seventy to eighty million. Because they dumped three hundred million into the place, mm. just like a, within the last you know fifteen years. And once so, uh, old Trudeau lets people coming back and forth across the border, that place will be hopping again. Because like fifty percent of their patronage is Canadian. It is. Because what is it like six miles from the border? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's right there. You could spit over the border from the top of that place as long as it's windy enough, <laughs> which it typically is. And you have to be vaccinated. So Nothing? your spit's clean. Yeah, I'll say nothing on that. I thought that was a good joke. All right, whatever. <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> Never I? mind. That's comedy. You throw shit out there and hope for the best. You can edit that out, right? I'm not, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't edit shit out. If I suck, your, I suck. You eat your bombs. Eat your That's bombs, right. right. If I bomb, I bomb. How else am I going to learn? How do you get better? I, I, I mean, I always, I always thought Burke was tied to the sale of Jay. Not anymore, I guess. Yeah, I never understood how that because it's. Is it the same ownership or is it? It was the same ownership. Huh. It was the, the it must same. have it tied differently somehow because it's not on the indie and Jay is or was. Hopefully, it still is. Whoever it still it buys is. it, it will be. Oh no! I well, hope. I don't think any of those uh, that uh, what's that Northwest Pacific Pacific Resorts or whatever it's called. I don't think they have indie any mountains on the indie path. Wonder if they'll honor it. They might. Because by the time the sale completes at this point, it's going to be like into the season, wouldn't you think? Oh, wow, absolutely. Yeah, I would imagine. If they can even get it done that fast. Yeah. Red tape, red tape. It's hard to cut through well, that Well, the shit. way I was reading it, is that just kind of the opening bid? That's not final, is it? No, I think there's like at least 30 days they have for other bids to come in. Okay. Well, And they're going to have like some sort of like uh, auction process. Where it's like you, you have to bid. It's like every... Every two hundred fifty thousand and more with each bid or something. We there was an article that we uh, we talked about on the last podcast, which will hopefully be up by tomorrow. Uh, where we had a, a pretty pretty long article that had a lot of the ins and outs of what's going on. Um, but the long and the short of it is that this is just yeah, like you said, kind of an opening bid. Huh. And the guy who's the guy in there's a dude in Florida who's like in charge of the mountain after the whole issue with the original owners getting busted for that ponzi scheme and the eb5 thing and yep. he's like I, we got to do something with this place like i this place you know these guys from utah made an offer like let's let the bidding begin heck yeah sell it make that money and it's yeah. a guaranteed money maker like shit the day we were up there i got they had more snow than anybody i had seen that last season but one of the stipulations is they do have to review their finances because that's sort of been the, the shadow over this place the last decade or so with all that scandal that's been going on. It's like, well, how much are you making? How much is is actually how much are you netting every year with all these kind of paybacks and you know with the issue with bankruptcy? So that's 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 sort of the the tarnish on JP right now. It is. There, cause you know the criminals. It's amazing. That's two. There's two resorts in Vermont in the last few years that just had criminals running them. And who knows? There could be more. Just two that got caught. <laughs> that we know of. Yeah, just the two that the old owner of the Hermitage Club and these fools who are running Jay and Burke. Dude, I want the Hermitage Club story to be like a Netflix miniseries. I think it would be amazing. Right? It would it's be got absolutely everything. amazing. Oh, it has everything: intrigue, horrors, 
money, deceit. It's amazing. That should we try town. to like should we start a production company and pitch this? Absolutely. I would do it. Right? I'll I'll even play the douchebag Barnes there. I'll even play him. I don't care. I'll play his daughter. The, the, who's there? Was it the daughter of the uh, partner he was trying to bang or something? I got pregnant. What was the whole thing? I forget the exact details of it. I, I forget. It was something dirty and scandalous with that. That yeah, the, it, Somebody's like, wife or daughter he was like banging. Yeah, he wasn't a nice guy partners. at all. Yeah, he was just in somebody. He wasn't paying employees. He wasn't paying contractors. He wasn't paying his taxes or whatever it was. And oh, tell you what though, if I had that money for the for the for the fees and the the, the initiation fee and the yearly dues, I'd be right there buying in one hundred percent. The that that's the life. I just still can't believe what they charged at that place and that people paid it. I can't well, get over it for what you this, get for that amount. Well, well, here's the thing: if you can afford to drop fifty k up front on a membership, that's that's Plato <laughs> money for those folks. That's who's going there. People yeah. that can just throw 50 grand away because the same people that are going there, they have an epic pass and they're probably ripping mounts of chemo during the week. And then on the weekends, they don't want to be dicking around with uh, uh, 900 people in a lift line. So they go over there. They're not even taking advantage of that place. There's some decent tree skiing on Haystack and they're just ripping groomers. They don't even know what they're doing with that place. If you had that kind of dough, wouldn't you be flying private out to like Colorado or Utah or Tahoe or something? Well, true. I agree there. Or I'd be a member. I, that This is big time dough at the Yellowstone Club. There you go. See, this you, is what I'm talking about. But see, Yellowstone you Club. Can watch, uh, you can watch Beth from the TV show Yellowstone kick some ass in there. She hangs out in the Yellowstone Club. I oh, say really? Ye- Yellowstone <laughs> Club's like millions though, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. That's millions of dollars. They only have like a few, like a few hundred members, right? Yeah, yeah. And pretty, it's very elite. Yeah, it's pretty elite. Like the Hermitage Club, I think they're going to top out around five hundred, and then they're just going to call it. So, like that mountain will never be packed. It's it's freaking gorgeous. Brian's right. The skiing up there is ridiculous. It's smaller than Mount Snow acreage wise, but it's just as tall. It's the same snow. Haystack's good. Yeah. Oh, I love Haystack. Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to go there. I called him up. I was like, let me go there. I want to t- I want to talk about on Ski Rex Media what it was like back in the 90s when we were there all the time to get away from the Mount Snow crowds and what it's like now as a private thing. Are you all bunch a bunch of rich douchebags? And th- maybe they are, but yes, all the people are. I told <laughs> yeah, they might be, come. but they let me come. And I got along great there. People were nice. The staff knew what they were talking about. The, the lodge was looked a little out of place. It didn't quite look New Englandy, but it was still friggin' gorgeous. Oh, it's great lodge. Great lodge. Oh, oh it's beautiful. I think, we were t- I think we were talking to you at some point last year, and we were like, "Oh, it's closed." And then we looked it up, and we're like, "Oh, wait a minute, no, it's actually open." Yeah, that you were talking to me, and I said, "No, that place is closed," and I was wrong. Which is yeah, what I'm like, "Wait a minute, it's just 2122. Like they actually have a, a new map, and they got all kinds of updated information." And the thing is, the guy who's running it knows his shit. Like, is his name Brian? Nah, Bill. Oh, Bill, that's it. I knew it was a B. Yeah, yeah, nice guy, and. uh he, he was telling me, man, we had to course correct a bunch of stuff, but hey, we got it. 
<laughs> he went to the same high school I did. Oh, that's right. I remember you saying that. Yeah, I, he went to Greenfield High. So they got the Schaefer's are advisors there, too, the people that own Berkshire East and Catamount. Yeah. They, they advised, and that's how that the Schaefer's got that lift down to Bosquet out of uh, Hermitage Club. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Friggin' the Schaefer's know their business, too. They own, so they're part of an ownership group that owns red mountain in i don't know if it's alberta british columbia yeah right yeah it's in bc so they're part of an ownership group that owns uh a mountain out there in bc red mountain you guys ever see that um that red sucks ad campaign no years ago oh no oh dude look it up on youtube yeah just type in like red mountain red mountain sucks and uh it's pretty funny the guy's like yeah skiing sucks like it's so crowded and there's like four people on the mountain uh, <laughs> like there's no hot chicks here because i came in like a hot tub with a bunch of girls like it's it's really funny they did an awesome job uh, yeah they're they're pretty they're pretty uh pre- the shapers are pretty well known in the ski industry they've done a lot yeah they they know what they're doing and they do it well yeah you know, they, well they, they really also do. have top two mountain bike park on the east coast and probably fort hill might be the the hardest bike run on the east coast if not the country Oh, maybe you're getting into territory I don't know enough about. Where's that? Did- uh, that's Berkshire East. Their bike park is top two. Killington's is probably better, but uh, Berkshire East is definitely top two, top three on the co- East Coast. And Fort Hill, wow. which is a World Cup run, that's probably one of the toughest runs in the United States. Oh wow! That's that's from. Nice. I've got quite a few friends at downhill mountain bike, and that's what they tell me. I don't. This shit's insane, so I don't do it. <laughs> Did, um, so when they switched to mountain bike, or when they added the mountain biking at Berkshire, did they screw up any of the ski trails? No, no. nope, nope. Most of it, do, it just crosses over the trails. That doesn't go. They don't go on the trails. Like Fort Hill yeah. crosses over, and there's some uh, features out there. These big wood features. But what I like to do is ski in if there's snow in the woods. Ski in some of the bike trails. They're like yeah. lugy, so you can rip them pretty fast. Yeah, because one of the things they did at Killington when they started adding the mountain biking, like where squeeze play is, over mm. on that like Rams Headish area, like it's a blue woods, but that is such a fun area because it's so big, and you yeah. can I mean you could you could go there five times and have a completely different run every time because it was so wide, but they put a bunch of those mountain bike features in there. It kind of ruined the trail a bit. Your guess is good. Yeah, they didn't. Mine. They didn't do that. At, they didn't do that at Berkshire. The mountain biking hasn't uh, uh, disrupted the skiing at all. That's good. Because that's like when you know, if if everything can do its own thing independently, that's awesome. But once you start ruining the skiing with the mountain biking, that's when you got to go. Got to put your foot down. <laughs> Put those oh, two wheelers off and be like, "Listen, you all stay in your area." Well, yeah. mountain biking's lucrative. Look, at, you, you you only need you don't need ski. Uh, That's not making. making people. You don't need you don't need all these maintenance Rumors. guys. What, yeah. yeah, you don't need all that. You just just run the one lift. It's uh it's it's really lucrative, and you know the, the tickets are still like fifty sixty bucks on the weekend. Oh, yeah. and they have. The entire parking lot's full on uh, Saturday, Sunday at Berkshire. They're so people, they're doing they're doing something right. People love their mountain biking. I we hiked up. Me and some friends hiked up Killington last weekend or the weekend before. It was the weekend before, and it was just you know in the gondola at the top. It was just one bike right after the other. Just bike, 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 bike. There was tons of people up there. They love it. 
Shit, I thought about going over to Bolton when uh, Brian, other Brian, not Brian K, but the other Brian, we were we did the season finale of the Ski Rick Media podcast, and Lindsay Deloria was yeah. telling us all about what they're doing, and we were like, maybe we'll get out there. I never got out there. I didn't even get to ski out there last year. I I blew that, and I love that place. I need to get out there this year. Yeah, I had uh, I had lots of delusional plans for the summer, and <laughs> it's just been just a constant like just kick in the ass like i had my my like septic i had to get a new uh, we had a root growing in our our line our main line going out to our septic last week my air conditioner broke last week it's just been like just constant like incoming just shots shots so but winter's coming no getting away this is true that's what i keep thinking about just to survive now survive now so that you can thrive in winter but kind of go back to that hermitage club thing what do you think guys like is that the future for skiing like the country Privates? club model i nah. hope not i nah. hope not i i can't see it because of the cost of running a mountain i i don't even know how they do it fifty thousand dollars in reality that's that's a family membership that's not per person so if i had 50 grand that would be me and brooke and then 15 grand a year that's really not that much money it so is a lot grand for one me. time it's 50 grand one time and then 15 every year after that yeah, it's yeah, like that's... 65 total on your first year and then 15 a, a year after. I'm sure with inflation, that's probably going up. Uh, oh, I wouldn't JB. Uh, but, but if uh, it's a lot of money to me, but it's not a lot of money when you're running a ski area, you know? I just don't see how that model is uh, sustainable. Uh, yeah. You know what? Isn't that been I... a trend kind of for skiing? Like, isn't everything getting more lucrative and insane? It, I think I mean, it is. The Indie Pass. I mean, this year, like last year, the Epic Pass was a steal, but of course, it completely bit them in the ass when every mountain had lift lines backed up. They were understaffed, and it wasn't. It was everywhere across the entire country. Um, I just, I, I wonder if they're gonna. I mean, I could see it happening in a few places. That model working, but uh, I don't know. It's just something to think about. I think it's. I think it's the same as the golf courses. You know, there, there, there are a ton of private country club golf courses out there, but there's so many more public courses. Maybe you haven't heard of them, maybe you have, but they're out there. I, I just think there's more public-oriented people. There's just not enough people who make the money or who want to spend the money. I mean, people already bitch about how much it costs to go skiing as it is, you know, and it does. It's expensive. It's more expensive than doing, like, the theme park thing in the summer for coaster park people, but... I don't know. I don't think it'll catch on. You'll have, you know, like the Hermitage Club, the Yellowstone Club. You'll have a couple places here and there. I don't think it'll be a big thing. I mean, let's look at Plymouth Notch over here between Killington and 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 Okemo. No, still nobody's bought that, and that's a private mountain. Oh, yep. That, yeah, it's just sitting there. How long uh, has that been vacant? Few years now. I do believe. Yeah. How long? Twenty eighteen, I think, was their last year. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah, right. isn't it like a town park or something now? I think they have it set up that way. Last I knew, it came back down in price, and they were still gonna. The zoning was already there for the condo. Still, like you can cut, you buy it today, you can build tomorrow. That's the way I heard it, and it's a freaking. Yeah, I wish, man. Last price I heard was around eight mil, and it's not like I'm That's opening it to the bad. public. I'm keeping it. That's not that bad. It really hey guys, isn't. We can uh, we can uh, buy Alpine, make that our own. We scrape together one point five, 
Uh, I guarantee I can get that one lift running on diesel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alpine was so great. I loved every minute of being there. Like, it was gross, but so awesome. What a, sh what a shame. That That's just an, a downright shame. It, it really is. You know, it, 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 listen, if you were going up there again and said come back, I would make every effort to come just walking again, even though I saw all of it. it would, because it, it's kind of awesome to see, but it's such a such a downer. Because that lodge is so nice. The, the the location is great. It doesn't have a ton of vertical, but who cares? It could be I, such I would, a A couple thing. of those runs look pretty interesting to me. I wouldn't mind running them. But I, I'll probably head up there again and uh, take the camper up for a weekend in October sometime. Yeah, spend Halloween down there again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. I mean, I know the other the Bryans haven't gone out there, but man, what a what a trip! I'm still waiting for you to say, "Hey, they are going to sell the chairs." Yeah, well, that I'm at least going up. I'm getting one of those old snow guns. I want one of those to hang on my wall. Yeah, no one will notice that missing. That's freaking cool. That old style. I don't even know what you'd call that. Uh, they're they're hanging in the trees. They're not even on posts. You just hook a fire hose up to them, and <laughs> best of luck. Yeah, they they're they're. I I just think they're cool as hell. They are. The and whole the, place. What was this? What was the story behind Alpine and why it shut down? Uh, the, there was uh, a lot of mismanagement of money on that one too. Uh, that what sealed did well. There was two things. Uh, one that the the year they closed, uh, they just it was just a terrible warm winter. Uh, and I, it sounds like the guy bought a new snowcat, and what closed a year was the day that people showed up and repossessed the uh, the groomer. Oof. Yeah, that, that's how bad it got, you know, that they repossessed the groomer and just a lot of mismanagement. I, I don't know. The, the guy had all kinds of intentions. He was going to turn the lodge into a steakhouse, which made absolutely no sense because that place is out in the middle of nowhere. But uh, it didn't work. It's it's just such a shame. You walk around it, and it's just... I mean, it'd be great to do a horror movie there, but it should never have gotten there. No, it shouldn't have. I mean, and, and the neighborhood is like... that had You saw where that whole deck was up there. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody came in and stole the whole deck, all the pressure-treated lumber. And when they pulled the posts and stuff out, you know, it, it put holes in the roof, and now the downstairs were all the rentals and all that stuff where water runs into the place. It's, 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 it's a crying shame. And you got to like the place in hot tub time machine. <laughs> <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> oh my God. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, it is. But who the hell steals a deck? Who does? Yeah, have you seen the price of pressure treated lumber lately? That was all fairly new pressure treated <laughs> lumber on that deck. Well, that was year. what? That deck was what fifty by a hundred. It was yeah, the outside area for the bar, but still, just to get the just to look at it and say, you know what, we're gonna stake that whole deck. Like I've stolen some exactly. dumb shit in my life, but I've never considered stealing an entire deck. And I looked when me and my friend left. We were looking. We're like, let me see who's got the newest deck here in this neighborhood. Didn't see it. <laughs> I but... was looking too. I was like, somebody's got all that stuff. But you, you saw there's trails and stuff through there. People drive their truck. The neighborhood, even though all the accesses, you know, road accesses are gated off and and locked, uh, 
the people in the neighborhood up above that have made their own paths through the mountain and oh, yeah. they oh, drive yeah. it in and out, they drive in and out of there like they own the place. Yeah, it's a damn shame. The whole thing is a shame. It, it's and, sad seeing uh, lost ski areas. I every time I pass uh, Maple Maple Valley, I I ski Maple Valley almost every Friday night uh, as a kid. So, yeah, I, uh, I miss that place. Good old Mudhole Valley. I loved that place. I had a good time there. A lot of fun. It closed before I started getting into it, so I never got to go there. But it's still there. The lifts are still rotting away. Last I heard, someone bought it to put a brewery in it. I don't know. That was a rumor. Yeah, it's a group out, group out of Connecticut. There you go. They Everybody originally were going to reopen it. And uh, the na- the town, the, na- the people of the town stopped it from becoming a ski area. That figures. There's a couple of articles online. Brattleboro, man, they, they make some dumb decisions. <laughs> they really do. I like that town. I do like the town, but sometimes weird stuff comes out of there and always has. I remember being little, like, wait, what? Okay, whatever you want to do, it's your town. You voted in. That's all of Vermont, just like that whole thing with the uh, Bronco off-rodeo, how Suicide <laughs> 6 in Woodstock was supposed to get it. And these people chimed in like, hey, there's going to be cars. We, we, can't, we don't want to have cars, man. Like money, tourists, we don't want any part of that, man. And see, that was the gun stock in New Hampshire is like, bring it on. Yeah, look what happened to them. Look what happened to them. (laughs) They have been, they have risen from the fires like the mighty Phoenix. Like the mighty Phoenix. Woodstock, Woodstock, Vermont's the uh, rural version of Fifth Avenue anyway. So it friggin' is. Dude, it's a cool town, but you got to hit it. Very high end. Wicked. You got to hit it on like a Monday morning too, or else it's just people wall to wall. Yeah, That's another it's, place. It's very expensive. And the, the bitch about it was when they wanted to do the Bronco thing that granted the Woodstock Inn, they own the mountain, but the mountain's in a different town. It's yeah, actually. Palm Prophet? How do you pronounce pa- the town? South Palm Fret. P O M F R E T. Palm Fret, which is a nothing town. There's nothing out there but a farms. Farms in the mountain. And a few houses. Like it's like the, the the mountain is the last thing before the road. The road, I can't remember how far it is, but turns to dirt. Like that's where it is, and it's just like, dude, what? what no, stop. There, nobody's gonna hurt your friggin' town. What do I know, though? It's their town. They do what they want. Bunch of bitches. Does yeah. anyone have goals for totals? I got sixty-five days in. Last year, I, I I don't probably I probably won't get that many this year. I'm going for forty. I think I'm gonna ski in the rain. Uh, I'm, no, I'm, a, I'm I'm looking for quality over quantity this year. No, absolutely, I totally agree with that. Like, I don't want to go on the shitty days if I don't have to, but I'm going for forty because I got close to thirty last year, and I would have had well over that if it wasn't for getting the getting the COVID nineteen. Because it, it kicked my ass. Some people it didn't. Me, whatever. I'm a pansy. What can I say? But yeah, I'm definitely going for 40, and I'll probably do most of them at Whaleback because it's right there. I can't see myself getting 65 again, but you never know. That's impressive. That's good. The goal is always 100. Yeah. <laughs> at a million first. I had 100 my junior year of high school, but I haven't topped that. I've never hit 100. I had 70 last year. Oh, that's Damn. really good. Yeah. That's see awesome. it. 
I haven't been close to 100 since the 90s either. Like, I think that one year I did hit it, but I've never, I haven't done that since. Brian, I'll tell you all about Southern Vermont in the 90s. Well, yeah, I've got when a lot were, of days in. When we were teenagers, footloose and fancy yeah. free. A lot of days and cigarettes. Yeah. I actually just got a, uh, a listener of ours, lives out in New Mexico. And this dude, he actually lives in an earth ship. I don't know if you okay. know what that is. It's like they, this, whatever county it is in New Mexico, they actually will give you these glass bottles and they, they make their own houses out of like glass bottles and these, I forget what they use for uh, like almost instead of cement bricks. And the county provides this and it's these really funky looking houses. They're all like, they collect their own rainwater. They grow a bunch of the food there. It's super trippy. And the guy who you know found our podcast and reached out to us, he has a, a video on YouTube with like over 5 million views, like him doing a tour of his, his Earthship house. Nice. And he just sent me this book about, it's called Ski Pioneers. And it's about Ernie Blake and his friends in the making of Taos Ski Area. Oh, and nice. I don't know if any of you guys have been out there or mm -hmm. like looked at the trail map. Dude, this trail map, it's probably 75% black and double black. <laughs> it looks awesome. Like it looks so like so much fun. And every year I'm always, I have like I, I pick a place to make it like my little like optimal, like my super goal. Like maybe I can get out there. I think Taos is my my huck and pray yeah. location this year. That'd be I'm awesome. probably not gonna make it out there, but it's still I wanna like I want to like dangle that carrot in front of myself. Hey, I mean, you I never know. Where know. I'd fly it to? I don't know how I'd get there. Details. <laughs> Details. It's Albuquerque. It's got to be. What else is there in New Mexico? I think you might even fly to Durango to get to it. Is that where it is? Colorado Who knows? And go down. I don't even know. I have no I idea. I would never yeah, ski I, in the I Southwest. Durango is probably closer than Albuquerque. I bet you're right. I would think, oh, yeah. Maybe. I've been but to Albuquerque to once. What do I know? You look at the trail map and it's like even they have a, a, a run that goes along the top of the ridge where the, the top of the, the trail or um, lift access is. And that's considered a double black because you can't get to a green from there. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, it looks like I'm just, I keep looking at this trail map being like, this looks so awesome. Well, let's, let me have a little look Again, at this trail map. Is, it's one of those places too, though. If they have bad snow, the places it's it's bad because you're so far south. Yeah. But when right. they get dumped on, they get fucking dumped on. They do. They they have one. They get that nice southwest high altitude advantage too. Like it's friggin' stupid high out there. That dry snow they get, yeah. Yeah, I. And I think that's where um where Blister Review does most of their testing too. I think they're holy based out of somewhere around there. Dude, I'm looking at it. There's like greens that split between the blacks, but that's it. Yeah. It's like, you know, like the whole sprinkled in there. Yeah. The whole bottom of the mountain is black and double black. Then there's some greens in like a blue and then it's all black. And then it's out of bounds skiing like Kachina Peak, 12,500 feet. That's ridiculous. And it's lift surfaced. Yeah. It looks pretty badass. That's amazing. The place looks great. I, I would do it if it wasn't so high. Yeah. And it's cool. Tim. Like the guy, the, the book he sent me, it's this you know, really nice hardcover book. And it's all these old photos too, of when they, they first created the place. Cause you know, I guess just like a lot of the stories of those older resorts, it's a lot of people from, you know, Switzerland, Germany who came over and, you know, knew what they had back in, in Europe and then started building these, these very similar 
style resorts to what they were used to out there. So the architecture has that old kind of alpine feel and look. And a lot of stuff is still still standing now, which is pretty cool. Well, I hope you get out there, man, and report back. Yeah, and I also saw Nazareth doing a trip to Big Sky in March, which, oh, that would be super fun to get out to. Last Big year they Sky, did one to yes. Crested Butte, yep. and Mario went. Uh, I didn't make it out there because mm-hmm. there was certain COVID vaccination requirements that was a veil property. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I would not adhere to. Nope. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens this year. Because if Tim, if you're like, I know you're an Azure member too. Yep. Um, they are stupid cheap those trips. As long as you can get transportation, it's usually like five hundred bucks for three or four days of skiing in a hotel. Oh, that's nothing, dude. Yeah. That was Crested Butte last year. Five hundred bucks, I think, for three nights, um, and you had a guide taking you all over the place. That's awesome. With with lift tickets included. Yeah. I would do that. But, so guys, I'll tell you, just start a podcast or a newsletter. You get into Nazia for 80 bucks a year and you get all these wonderful, tr- uh, you get a free Indie Pass, you get these trips you can go on. You have free Indie Pass? Free Indie Pass, yeah. I yeah, just started, I've never... I just started a podcast. There you go. <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not as open about it as Brian, but yeah, I didn't pay for my Indie Pass last year. Well, <laughs> you know, like there you go. membership has its privileges, as they say. Look. As as Adam Jabber said the one time, he, he does it for the stuff. I think we all do. Yeah, we all love it. Yeah, we have a passion for it. But yeah, we're not getting rich. But we're not paying as much either. So Take your and, W's where you can get them. Yeah. And, you know, like I, I, I like I like to drive around. And I the Indy Pass is great for that. And I live in a place where I can abuse all of them except the Mountain Collective. So I'm good. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Now, if they could throw in one of those USA Gold Passes, then it'd be... Uh, USA gold. The, the, I, I'd rather be private it, than go for that. Has inflation affected that pass? That's a good question. <laughs> I don't know, and I'm scared to look it up. I'm going to look it up. It's t- 12 5. Is look it still that. 12 5? Look at that. It's pretty much a stable coin at this point. I mean, when nobody knows it's a thing, I think there's people in the, in our industry who don't think that's a real thing. Like, I don't know. I, it seems so like I, I hadn't even heard of it until a couple of years ago. I hadn't heard it until Brian was talking about it on his podcast. <laughs> yeah. You see, our podcast, not completely useless. No, a lot of, lot of, <laughs> I like your podcast. It, it, it's informative. It's educational. It's everything <laughs> Ski Rex Media is. If you guys go off the rails even faster than I do. Well, you know, that's our whole thing. Our whole, pro, our, our tagline is, you know, weekly, your weekly audio ski trip. Like we want to be your buddies in the car, going to the mountain with you. We talk a lot about skiing. We talk about some other random stuff, too. Oh, yeah. That's it. Well, I have fun with your podcast, especially because we have a lot of crossover guests. Yes. So it's Because it's so much different to hear an interview than to conduct it. So it, it, it's a lot of fun. Like last year, the Holly Flanders interview, you guys did. I did with, I, with her, too. It was so cool to be able to hear it rather than work it. Yeah. Well, I think whoever the PR person is just looks up, like, skiing podcasts and reaches out to everybody. And oh, like, absolutely. You know, like, yeah, sure, I'll bite. Yeah, well, I mean, God, last year we had Holly Flanders, Benjamin Alexander, um, and there was like one or two others. Doug Fish, of course, he's a staple. Um, you guys have talked to Lindsay Delorier a couple times, so have I. Um, you Did know. you talk to um, to Jacob, the speed skier? Yeah, last week. Yeah. Good guy, interesting. Very interesting guy, yeah. I, I want to try it, but I'm scared. He says it's not that bad. Yeah, he also talked ridiculously giant like uh, ski jump skis. 
<laughs> you really can't do anything as long as yeah. you locked yourself in. But he also talks about getting friction burns from snow. Well, when you crash at 100 miles an hour, something's <laughs> got to give. Something does it. It's your skin. You don't have any anymore. The key is to learn how to fall. You Absolutely. Wanna you want to go what, with it. We talked the about that This is too. your dad's partner, right? Over 100 miles an hour, though. That's ridiculous. I couldn't imagine. Awesome. I can't even get up to 50. Friggin', I, I look in the Slopes app. I'm friends with Scooter and Kendall, and they're like 50, 55. Here I am, maybe 40. I think you need a little more wax. I think I need to stop being a wimp and just accept that, yes, I can actually do it. Stop being scared. You do it in your car every day. I do. What's the difference? Exactly. I have the car. The car's a friggin' cage. The car's a piece you. of shit. I do How dare you? How dare you insult the mighty Hyundai? Hyundai. I love my Hyundai. I will say this, though. You have a Volkswagen. No, I don't have a Volkswagen. I have my Hyundai. My car's leaking gas, so I can't talk. Still leaking gas. No wonder gas prices went up. It all went to Brian. I thought you bought an orange Bronco. Um, I tried to buy an orange Bronco, but it's only the Raptor that's uh, the orange. And even being on the waiting list for two goddamn years, I couldn't even get a, a Raptor Bronco, which... In hindsight, is actually kind of good because I'm not going to do Raptor Bronco things with my Bronco Raptor. So I spend the extra 20 grand. There you go. Um, I finally got an email from the dealership saying that mine's going to be a 2023 now, but they have no idea when it's actually going to get made. So I may have it this year. Maybe. I only ordered it two years ago. Wow. Whatever. I got to keep my car from exploding for another couple See, months. That's so weird with the Bronco because up here, I'm starting to see them on used lots already. Yeah. Well, I've seen a couple. I, there was a couple things they had. They had really had problems with those hard tops. Oh, so you see yeah. a bunch of soft top ones. The soft top doesn't look really as good, and it's not. As, uh-uh. I don't know. I don't like it. Um, that one, the towing package, and I ordered the Wild Track one, which is like the like the Rubicon Wrangler version. So it's got the bigger, stupider tires and suspension. Yeah, and those were like that's the, a nice one. Those were the three things that were causing like that that they were not producing and shipping out because of issues. So. Of course, that's why I didn't get it. So Dude. the ones you see, you see mostly like the um, the Outer Banks ones, the big, the Black Diamonds and the Big Bends. Those are like the yep. kind of like lower yeah, the, middle. The Outer ones. Banks ones come with just regular like road tires too. Yeah. Well, you can add, you can opt for the Sasquatch package. That's where you get the big stupid tires. That's um, awesome. I think the, the Badlands and the Wild Track come with those. So. so when you get that truck, are you going to head down to the Pine Barrens and go looking for the devil? <laughs> Running with the devil. Dude, do your do that South Jersey thing, man. Get all South Jersey rednecky. It's wonderful. Uh dude, I'm I'm fully embracing my like proper redneck heritage. Like you're I'm, a good I'm boy. Ready buy, like, I'm ready to like when I get my Bronco, I want to get a wave runner and tow it around like Kenny Powers. Absolutely. <laughs> Just like you never know when you have the wave runner. Be ready. Oh, uh, you have the wave runner, get your fishing poles on the front. Go down to what is that, Island Beach State Park where you can drive out on the beach to go fishing at four in the morning. That's true, you can go out there. You can. It's the best beach in New Jersey, I think, because it's usually the least packed. I like the one right by me because it's only a mile and a half away. I like that beach too, but I've never Seabright. gone there. And I've never gone to Seabright dead in, in the dead of summer. Seabright was the town that benefited the most from Hurricane Sandy because it wiped out like two thirds of the town. Like all the old grimy crap just got like nuked and they well, put in like nice, nicer things. You know, Seaside Heights was the same way. It was just like someone came by flushed, and what came back was clean water. No, Seaside's still disgusting. It went back. It's unfortunately. I was there a month ago, man. Oh, dude, all those, like, 
shady like, grifters working like the uh, the games and at the <laughs> oh yeah, dude. They actually have you been on the uh, the chairlift there? Carney. No, no way. Dude, that thing looks scary. There's actually like a ski chairlift on the beach there. Yeah, it goes left so and right, on. but yeah, yeah, it, it goes like along, like pretty much like um, parallel to the water. It's really yeah. weird. There's no yeah, there's like the rides and stuff. It's so weird. Seaside was yeah. nice for about a month after Sandy, and then the boardwalk burned down a second time, and then that was it. Well, the best was when the roller coaster was in the water. <laughs> you know what sucked admit, about that? That was hilarious. It, it was, and the thing was, the news portrayed it like it was way offshore. But you go down yeah, there, and right it was like there. right there. It, it just yeah. dropped straight down. That's all it did. And I was like, ah, oh, I thought this thing was actually destroyed, destroyed. I mean, it was destroyed. We got, we went down there way early, like the day they were letting people down there again. Me and one of my friends went down there to take pictures. It was awful. We shouldn't have done it. Just oh, pieces really? of shit. Oh yeah, we were down there the first day, and wow. it was just like, wow, we're actually scum because these people have lost everything. <laughs> yeah, and you know what's funny? Like I remember telling because we were in Hoboken then, and Hoboken mm-hmm. got we got really bad also, and we we were lucky. We were on the fifth floor, so we didn't you know have any issues. But um, like we were, we weren't even there. Like we were, my wife was working. Um, she was in the city. She was working the city, and they put her up in a hotel for that week. And uh-huh. I was out at my parents' house because we were like, we can't. We had no idea what was going to happen. So I'd be like a day or two, whatever. We did the same thing for Irene. My wife was working in the city too, and they put her up. And I went up to the city with her because they were paying for our dinners, nice hotel, and everything, kind of living <laughs> it up. So we thought it'd be the, we thought it'd be the same thing, like ah, day or two, no big deal, I'll get some free dinners, and then, lo and behold, it didn't. But no. uh, when we came back, I, you, I just remember like you would just see cars. They would be flatbeds full of cars, just towing cars that got flooded out, and like Audis, BMWs, they were just parked on the street. They flooded out. People couldn't move them, and they were just total losses. So you put a little a certain color sticker on your window, and they would just come and, and tow them. But you just see dozens of these flatbeds getting rid of cars, piles of stuff from basement apartments. People lost, you know, couches, photos, um, just everything. Just piles and piles of their lives just lost. It was, it was bad. It was pretty, it was pretty crappy. It was. It was a really rough time. I know that the first thing to open, one of the first things to open in Brick, New Jersey, was the target I worked for. So I didn't get any days off for the hurricane. That's okay. <laughs> At least someone had power. I remember saying to my wife, I'm like, you know what? I'm like, I feel like if, if we had balls, we would buy some properties down the shore because it's going to come back like it always does. Mm-hmm. Everything is triple, quadruple what it was back then. Oh, yeah. Again, it's a it's another thing that was like it never happened just like covid a couple of years later people don't even remember 9-11 life moves on you know like that's just what yeah. we do as as a society you know we yep. we're so every in our everyday grinding hustling taking care of family going to work like you just you can't dwell which is you know good and bad yeah it really is but hey we're all moving on we're all moving on for the next winter and we're all getting excited for it because we're all going to ski and these guys are all going to come up here and I'm going to try and go down there. And before Brian 2 got on, we talked about how we wished we all could have gotten down to big snow and we didn't. <laughs> but we will again, especially I was looking forward to that one because I didn't get to go to the one last year either. And I saw that picture, the group photo. I was like, yeah, I suck. Way to go. That, that was a super fun day. It was yeah, just I had so- a blast. 
it was really fun. So we're going to do that again this year. I still, I haven't skied with either Brian yet, so that has to happen. We'll hook up. Man. Looking forward to it. Come on up. Come on up. Yeah, this year, again, I, I have bigger visions for this year. That's true. You got to go down to Taos. That's, that's fine. Taos. Big Sky. Good. Go get, I go magic. get Big Sky too, and Magic. Yeah. Well, I, I'll go to Magic. <laughs> Magic's yeah, that, not that far. Would make it happen. Magic's cool. not we far. could all meet up at Magic. That would. I'll do that. We should just like pick a day now, or like like a window. And okay. late February to the first weekend in March is when you gotta ski Magic. That's when there's snow. Let's 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 pick that window. Let's let's get everyone to commit, and we'll uh, give a couple days, and then we'll uh, we'll just make it happen. February. I'll go to, Ma- I'll go to Magic anytime. That place is awesome. I love that place. Yeah, throw throw some dates out there. Just avoid MLK Week and uh, President's President, Week, yeah. and, and I'm good. I say my birthday's President's Week, so I'm good before or after that. We could go on Valentine's Day and kiss a little. It's fine. Can't you rent well, that mountain? To- they all get, get monkeypox, monkey Tim. Yeah, monkeypox. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't want that shit. Magical uh, monkey pugs. Monkey pox for everyone. Um, what was it? It's like six grand to rent magic for the day, right? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Well, yeah. My buddies and I were just talking about putting together like 50 people and doing it. Yeah. It's it's really not bad with the right group. That <laughs> it's, would be awesome. I'd, I'd be into that. All right. So what do we got? Like 10 of us already? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe At least 10. Happen. Let's see That'd what we can do. Cool. And you get it I on get, a weekday. And you, 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 yeah, you have to do it on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. So I think I read the other day that like all the Mondays for the season are already sold. So you'd have to shoot for a Tuesday or Wednesday at this point. Yeah, it, you, it has to be soon. Yeah, it, they sell out quick. You but almost think. Honestly, if you just go there on a weekday when they're just operating, it's it's like not busy. Well, oh, Thursday, Thursday, like Thursday. Thursday to Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thursday to Sunday. What day were we, we there, Scooter? I don't think we waited in a line not once. He like never calls me Scooter, but anyhow, it was a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell you, if what, you go though, on a Saturday, it's it's a long wait in line. I tell you what, though, that green chair is a little low in the seat for me. I don't like standing up from that deep. It's like doing squats. Nobody likes leg day. <laughs> I used to let that son of a bitch slap you in the legs. Ugh. There's only one. They need to get. Oh, they need to get that other left open. Is what they need to do. That new one. Season. The well, the new old one that's been sitting there for a few years. Yeah. This this year it's supposed to open. They had it all done and then they they ran it and I forget what they call it. It's the wheels. I forget the technical name, but the wheels that are on the uh, towers. They had to go from like four wheels to six wheels or something. So they had to refabricate like the the whole damn thing. Plus, I don't think the That'll upper make it a lot better. The upper deck wasn't built either that I remember. Was that not there? Was that somewhere else? The I don't the, remember now. the terminal, the top terminal. Yeah, it, it's it's there now. It, I don't I don't know how how new or old it is, but there's yeah, a top I, terminal now. I can't yeah, I mean, remember. There's, there's chairs hanging on it and everything, if I remember correctly, from last year. Yep, yep, that's yeah, right. They'll yeah. open it. They'll open it. Get everybody up the hill. I ended up finding this one steep there when I went there last year. I have no idea how I got over to it. It just said, if you go this way, be an expert. And I was like, all right. So I went that way, and I don't know. I still have no idea to this day where I actually skied. I looked up in the parking lot. No clue. Were you cool following Scooter? No. 
I followed Scooter before. I came out all right. I should have followed Scooter and JP, and we wouldn't have gotten separated. I was going to say, there's that one time you didn't, and we went separate ways. <laughs> that was freaking fun. I was thinking about that. Remember in the old days where if you got separated, that was just it until you happened to run into them again? And this time, we were just texting like, dude, where are you? And you're like, we took another wrong turn. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah, that was, Jay's interesting like that. You miss one turn, you're going to the other side. <laughs> yeah, it, it was always oh, funny as hell. I still had a good time. I got trees. It was a very beginner tree run, but I did it. <laughs> and no one was there to see it. You got to get, get that GoPro going. My poor GoPro. <laughs> so for this year, I kind of would like to buy a new GoPro since I don't really need anything else. I have skis. I have boots. I have gloves. I have all that. My poor GoPro seen better days. GoPro 10s are on sale at Costco. I was there today. There you go. They've got everything at off. Costco, huh? Where's the closest to Costco to me, I wonder? I think it's in I don't know where there's a Costco. Springfield, Massachusetts, maybe? Yeah, I, no I think there's one in there's one near me. I think there's one in Burlington. Yeah, I, there's none around me. There's a BJ's in Greenfield. Yeah, BJ's is the Walmart of uh, bulk buying. The Sam's Club is the Walmart. Yeah, but didn't they didn't they close down Sam's, though, Walmart? Didn't they do away with that or no? Did they? I don't know. I don't remember. They I heard something. Do they, they have them around here? So still I around here. Still have them. Yeah, I take that back. Then Sam's Club is owned by the same company that owns Walmart. So <laughs> the Sam's Club here is right beside the Walmart. We have a BJ's here, but I don't like going in it. We have those. They're as not well. very good. They're they're not that bad around here. It's either BJ's or Sam's. My area is one of those. It's hard to find good help. And I don't really want to go help them by going back into retail. It's not my thing anymore. I, also I work just checked, um, your Plymouth Notch is at $6.5 million right now. Whoa! That's less than it was pre-pandemic. Look at that. Fire sale. Oh, I would love to buy that because it had the, the lodge is nice. I went up there and peeked in the windows. It, it was pretty nice. Hoping I wasn't setting off alarms or anything. I was looking in the windows. Lifts are all still there. It all still looks mowed and everything. It's like you could open it tomorrow. 800 total acres, 8,000 square foot lodge, fully equipped kitchen and bar area, double chairlift, snowmaking pond capable of 100% coverage, maintenance garage, equipment necessary, everything is included. Yeah, it's a steal if you want turn to run key. a mountain. Yeah, turnkey. And a, that's an awesome location too, right on Route 100. That's a nice spot there, yeah. Like anybody who doesn't want to go to, o if you ran it public, didn't want to go to Okemo and Killington, you just get all of them. It's like guaranteed money. I rented a place right between, right at Plymouth um, last year in April. It was, it was pretty sweet because you're 15 minutes to Okemo, 15 minutes up to Killington. It's right, right smack in the middle there. And then if you go up Route 100A from there, you can get to that long trail if you're into that, the brewery, if you like that kind of thing. That's not it's my kind of thing. Spot. It is a sweet spot. Sounds like right we're slowing down. You're right in the river there too, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Can't remember which in the one. In summertime, they have, they have events and stuff outside there. They do. <laughs> yeah, there's like this stream that runs right along there and it was like literally off our back deck of the place we rented. It's a cool area. There's like a there. few lakes there too, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's like um, two big lakes. I forget the name of them, but yeah, they're right there. Yeah, there. It's it's a really cool area that nobody ever thinks about because it's always Ludlow and Killington. That's what you get. I was like, dude, you gotta go in between. And you see that sign for Felchville. Make your own jokes. Yeah, I'm just saying. I I don't know if the term was used in a filthy way when they named the town, but it is now. So, but with an awful joke like that, two hours in. What a great season premiere! Where I thought we were just gonna talk preseason, and we went in every direction you could ever uh, want thanks ski rex media because i bring it all to you 
Right, guys? Absolutely. Heck yeah. Like Absolutely. a buffet of information. Yeah, you never know what you might get. And it always comes back around. We were talking about something, but it came back around to snow sports. It does every single time. I can tie anything into snow sports. Test me by emailing Skirex Media. All the contact information will be in the show notes, the description. Anything else anybody wants to get into before you leave? And when we stop recording, don't leave, guys. I want to I want to say a couple things off air. I just want to thank you for uh, having me on. Yeah, yeah Brian, got, Brian got half snubbed for the season uh, finale last year. I didn't realize that he didn't get the memo, and so we only had one Brian and me. And and Wendy Clinch from Ski Diva and Lindsay Delore from Bolton and Alex from Wellback. But he made it this time, and I also doubled One Brian is good. Two Brian's is better. Two Brian's is best. We have to get a third one so we can have triplets. It'll be amazing. The hat trick. The hey, hat thanks, trick. guys. It's been fun. Absolutely. Kendall, thank you for Good coming. His first time guys. on. And uh, Ski Racks Media, man, um, I'll get into a – after I get done with these guys here, I'll, I'll get into a real closing. So I'm going to go do that. Thanks, guys. Anything you guys want to plug? Anybody want to throw out your social media? Do you not care? Brian, you might, but I'll let the other three who aren't in media go first. No, I'm Tim, just uh, thanks thanks again for having me on. And, uh, yeah, I will see you all on the slopes next. Absolutely. Right on. Right on. Well, Brian, go ahead and plug your podcast i know you want to thanks 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 for the invite tim it's always a good time yeah check check us out skibumpodcast.com like we mentioned we uh we're the weekly audio ski trip we'll be weekly again we've been bi-weekly in the summer it's been busy it's been crazy but yeah we're uh if you like tim's podcast you might like ours too thank you again. you you will i lo- i listen to their podcast as a fan um even before i started skier x media so there you go so we'll get out of here now. I am Tim. Like I said, I'll come back with some more information, all the plugs that I do. Give me a minute and I'll talk to these guys later. Later, guys. And there you have it, my friends. The season premiere to the Ski Rex Media podcast is in the books. And now that the Ski Rex Media podcast season premiere is out and done and ready and you've listened to both episodes of the season premiere, that's right, this was a two-parter unless you listen through Patreon. Thank you if you are a Patreon subscriber and listen to the entire, the entire Ski Rex Media podcast season premiere in its entirety, all in one shot, almost two hours long. Um, but if not and you're a regular listener outside of Patreon um, and you listen to both episodes on uh, both weeks, thank you for that as well. I hope you enjoyed it i hope you enjoyed both parts of it i I think it was pretty good what you notice though in both and i'm pretty sure i explained at the end of both episodes or both halves of the episode whatever you want to call it it could have been one episode and as i said it was on patreon if you listen to both you've noticed that this part of it is has better audio is has whatever i have better audio why little audio issue here and there uh, but I think I've corrected it. You might hear it in Jacob Perkins' episode. You might even hear it in Wendy Clinch's episode. And I will apologize to both of them for that. Um, but it's not so bad. But you'll hear the audio get a little bit better for Doug Fish, who's coming out after Wendy Clinch. Stay tuned to Re- Ski Rex Media for all of that. It's in the coming weeks. You'll see it. And again, head to SkiRexMedia.com to get all the episodes, everything you need to know about Ski Rex Media and the Ski Rex Media podcast. Ski Rex Media on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. LinkedIn. It's just Ski Rex Media on all those. I post podcast updates and everything there as well. Plus on SkiRexMedia.com, you can sign up for the update email. 
comes out once or twice a week. You'll always know what's going on in the podcast or anything else that Ski Rex Media is doing, including where I will be skiing that week or weekend or whatever days I might be skiing this year. That's how you'll know. So if you see me out there or if you think you see me out there, walk up and say hello. I'll even do a picture or sign an autograph, just like I said in the interview, just like I said Brian and I would do. We both said it down at Snowbound um, if you want that done, right? Right. Anyway, enough from me. SkiRexMedia.com. SkiRexMedia on social media. Please like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, and stay tuned and stick with SkiRex Media Podcast for the season. There'll be all kinds of different people on it, right? Right. I'll see you out there, everyone. Enjoy your day or night or whenever you happen to be listening to this. And uh, I'll see you out there, like I said, and I'll talk to you later. So long. So long.